Thank you very much. We yes. Love you. Amen. <laughs> I love you too. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. I am deeply honored, hallelujah, to stand before you and with the greatest level of humility, hallelujah. And I never knew in my life that at some stage we shall have a garden church, hallelujah. I never knew, but God knew that someday it will happen, hallelujah. There was at some stage when there was flooding in the granny flat and there was also a geyser that burst in our house and there was also a pipe that burst in the very same garden all within a space of three days and one woman spoke a prophetic word and she said, I see a well of Christ in that corner of your house. And today I am glad and I'm honored that that prophecy has come to pass. Let me tell you, each and every word of God that comes upon your life, it shall come to pass. Maybe you didn't hear me properly. I said, each and every word of God that comes upon your life, it shall come to pass. Not perhaps, not maybe, but it is a definite, it's a promise that it shall definitely come to pass. Amen. And I'm honored and I'm grateful to my wife, my beautiful wife, uh, who spoke profoundly about the subject, yeah, the government of the governance being upon your shoulders. And the governance being upon your shoulders it's about God revealing his 12 visions upon you. Because government, governmental authority, in 12 is a number, yeah, governmental authority. Wherever you find 12, you find governmental authority. And she, she mentioned it very well in, in pairs of four. She said, you know, there are four things. And four is also a, a perfect number because, you know, uh, you have to understand that we have the four corners of the world. And, and she mentioned the four things which are upon my shoulders. Amen. And, and she mentioned them with perfection. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and I'm grateful to God for giving me such a wonderful and beautiful wife. Amen. One day I was, yes, let's give her a deep round of applause. Amen. One day I was sharing with my children and I was telling them about how I once got lost a place called Sherwell. I'm sure maybe the old people here know Sherwell. That was in Johannesburg. It was a fake sea right in the middle of Johannesburg. And we will all go there and swim in this fake sea before we go to the real sea. So we sang in this fake sea. And, you know, there were so many people on that day that I got lost. I couldn't find the people. But thanks God, I knew where our car was parked. There's a, there are times when you will get lost in life. But I always know 
where your Christ is parked. That is parked right inside of you. You can always wake him up at any moment, at any time, and he shall come to your rescue. But while I was telling this joke and my, my daughter said to my wife, Wow! You almost did not have a husband. <laughs> and within a second, she corrected herself and said, Oops, I was almost not born. I was almost not born because I am the product of the union of these two people. And I'm very grateful that God did not only bless me with biological children, the children who were born to me, but I'm also grateful to God for the children who were given to me. Mama Paula will a prophetic word and said, unto us a child is born, unto us sons and daughters are given. Give yourselves a big round of applause for that. For my sons and daughters who were given to me so that I can become a father to each and every one of you. I know that many of us grew in go in life. But we are so grateful to God that when the ones who gave birth to us walk out on us, God will always send the ones who are given to us to come and take care of us. And I'm also grateful to my son, Pastor Pizzo, and to my son, uh, Pastor Mate, for organizing, and to all my sons and daughters around you, I mean, to my sons and daughters who sang so well this wonderful morning. I am so blessed. Let's give them a big round of applause. You sang so well as I was sitting down and listening to you. You sang so well. You sang so well. I couldn't have asked for more to celebrate my birthday in this very same garden. It shows that God is moving us from place to place. We move from being in the house and now we are in the garden. And the next minute we will be out of the gate. God is taking us somewhere. I said God is taking us somewhere. God is taking us somewhere. And God, as God is taking this church somewhere, God is taking you somewhere. God is taking you somewhere. He's going to move you from place to place. And you are going to see the great things. Amen. Yes. And in the 47 years of my life, I've never had a birthday celebration. Wow. It is for the very first time in my 47 years wow. that a day is dedicated to me, people coming to say, we are coming to celebrate this day with you. Mm-hmm. But it is for a purpose. Mm-hmm. You know, Pastor Pizzo indicated that the last time I celebrated my birthday when I was 17 years old, I was at home. And 30 years later, I'm celebrating my 47 years, 47th birthday in Belcom. And in between, there has been a vacuum. I was literally in diaspora. You know, I was moving from place to place. And even when he met me, he said, Someday I see you having your ministry. And I was still in diaspora. And I said, No, I don't see myself starting a ministry because I was in diaspora. And in the past six months, the Lord said, Before you turn, you celebrate your 47th birthday. You should celebrate your 47th birthday, not. In, in the backside of the desert with Jethro 
or not even in any other place. But I want you to celebrate it with the children of Israel. Amen. And I'm glad that today I'm celebrating this birthday with the children of Israel. And I'm writing a book and the title of the book is 70 Women and One Man. Meetings with Remarkable Women. And in this book, I came to discover as well that Christ wrote 70 parables. And each and every story is aligned to a parable. And I aligned them in the order in which they appear in the Bible. And today I woke up and I said, what is the significance of 47? I didn't go to look into my book, but I searched through my literature. And I came to discover that 47 is about the parable, yeah, the son, the prodigal son, wow. and the loving father. And I came to realize that as a prodigal son as well, I've wondered for more than 30 years, you know, ever since I left my father at the age of 17, I came to welcome and I would wonder and I would go up and down, go there and there, did so many things. And the God, God devised a plan that on my 47th birthday, he will make a plan that I will come back to him. And I thank God for that. Amen. Amen. But I want to tell you about 40, you know, 47. You see, 40 is a number of wandering in the wilderness. But seven is a number of spiritual perfection. After you have wandered so many times, so many years in the wilderness, ultimately there will be spiritual perfection in your life. Amen. Amen. You didn't hear me. I said, after you have wandered for so many years and so many times and for so long in your life, ultimately you will come to a state where there will be spiritual perfection in your life. When I was born many years ago, my parents took me to the home affairs and they registered me and said, his name shall be Solomon Magola. And that's the name I was registered with. I said, he will be Solomon Magola. And by the way, my father's name is David. And he said, I am David and therefore he shall be Solomon. And, you know, and his wife was a young wife and similar to Bathsheba, I can imagine. And she happened to be a second wife to my father. He was married before and later on divorced and met this young girl and got married to this little girl. And they gave birth to this boy and they named him Solomon. Amen. Let's give a big Amen. round of applause to God for that. Amen. And as we all know, the name Solomon means peace. And I can imagine how my father was excited. And he said, now I've got my peace. And they took me to Duorongkop where they used to stay. And they are descendants. It's a Lutheran church. And they were attending a church called Lutheran Babedi Church, which was founded in 1890. And I was taken there to Lutheran Babedi Church so that I can be you know, presented before the Lord and so that I can receive some confirmation and get myself a baptismal certificate. That is what it was called at, at those times. And as I was baptized, let me tell you, you know my name as Solomon, but I have a secret name that the world does not know. And when I was baptized, the elders of the church came and said his name, they asked my parents, what is his name? And my parents said, his name is Solomon Magola. And the elders came before and they met and they deliberated amongst themselves. And they took out the, the certificate, the baptismal the certificate. 
and they wrote his name shall be Malekaleke Solomon Makola. And 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 I could picture the, the, the reverend at that time. The reverend went back to write again on the first six letters. He wrote again Maleka. He will be Maleka Leke. Solomon Magola. So in other words, there will be trials and tribulations before he arrives at the state of peace. That there will be trials and tribulations. So in other words, when we say somebody is Maleka Leke, we say this person Libizola Haitlova trial and error. So Bupilobaka all my life has just been surrounded by nothing else but trial and errors. My life has just been about trial and error from point A until point B and until point C. There has been lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots and lots of trial and errors. And let me tell you, before God ultimately takes you to a state, the peace of God, you will go through trials and errors. There will be 40 years of wandering, but there will also be seven years of perfection. I'm prophesying upon somebody's life this morning. I said, there has been 40 years of wandering in your life, but there will be seven years of perfection in your life. The peace of God shall be upon your life. And I'm not surprised that the gift that I received was a gift here where I should just go and relax in peace and be pampered. But let me tell you, before I arrived at that, I've been through a lot of trials and errors. It was very hard for me to go through a lot of things. I've been through so much in my life, but yeah. it was very hard for me to be blind at the age of four years old. But let me tell you, it brought me closer to God. It was very hard for me to lose my father. At the age of four years or, or at the age of 11 years old. But let me tell you, it brought me closer to God. It was very hard for me to fail grade 10 and to be called a failure. But let me tell you, it brought me closer to God. It was very hard for me to get my first employment. I'm a qualified teacher by profession. My first de uh, degree is in teaching, but I never got a job. It was very hard for me, mm. but that brought me closer to God. Mm. It was very hard for me to be selected into the master's program to become a psychologist. I tried it the first time I failed. I tried it the second time I failed. I tried it the third time I got it right. Because trial and error, and ultimately there will be peace. So before we arrive at that state of peace, of relaxation, that state of tranquility, where we meditate under the wonderful presence of the Lord, there is a lot of trial and error that we go through. But let me assure you, ultimately there is the peace of God that settles upon each and every one of us. It was very hard for me to receive my second term as the campus director. I had to be on trial for 330 days, not knowing whether I still have a job or not. But let me tell you, because my name is Maleka Leke, trial and error, before I receive the peace of God, I have to go through all of these sorts of things. And ultimately, there was peace. 
and the peace did not only prevail in my heart, but the peace prevailed on the campus as well. Amen. It was very hard for me to become a husband, and I had to get it right through trial and error. My wife can tell you, I used to come home at 3 o'clock in the morning. I used to, 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 to drink and drive. I used to do all of these sorts of things. But through trials and error, peace prevailed. And it was very hard for me to also see people that I loved so much walk away from me. And I'll ask myself and I said, wow, Lord, I thought I'm a perfect father and I'm the best father there is in this world. But what happens when the ones that you love walk away from you? And the Lord reminded me and said, remember your name is trial and error. Don't focus on the ones who left you, but concentrate on the ones who are still with you. All who left you couldn't stay, but all who stayed couldn't leave. Amen. Amen. And to God be the glory. Amen. And it was very hard for me to become a professor. I was put on trial for seven months. Documents after documents after documents had to be submitted. Ultimately, the policy had to be amended so that I can be accommodated. You know why? Because and before the peace of God prevails, there will be trial and tribulation. But at the end of the day, the Lord is able to do exceedingly abundantly above that which we may ask or think according to the power that worketh within us. How can we say we've got the peace of God if ultimately we don't go through these trials and tribulations? The, the, the prodigal son had to go on a journey at trials and tribulations until he comes back to say, you know what, now it is time for me to come and serve. And that is all I am doing and what a joy it is that I've got people like you who are supporting the, this ministry, people like yourself who are railing around me, around the word of God and saying we support this ministry and I'm so grateful to spend this birthday with you there. There could have never been a better year to spend this birthday and celebrate it with you than this one. Give yourselves a big round of applause. I thank you for that. I thank you for that. I thank God for all the birthdays that I missed in the 46 years of my life because God made the 47th one the best birthday ever that is celebrated in his presence. Amen. And I thank each and every one of you for this lovely surprise. And I just want to say to you, may the good Lord be with you. We are such a young ministry, but we have such a powerful worshiping team. You know, it's not easy that you being such a young ministry, but you've got professional people coming to sing for you. And yesterday I received this one of uh, WhatsApp from one of my sons who says, according to the social media, it is said you are celebrating your birthday very soon. Can I come and serve you and take pictures of you? It can only be God that you've got. You are surrounded by professional people in a very little environment because little is much when God is behind it. Wow. And I remember, you know, throughout the years, Ausin Tabiseng would always say, I will never ever go to church unless you start a church. And I said, oh Lord, am I going to start a church anytime soon? <laughs> and as soon as it started, the first person that came to mind was her. I 
I said, Lord, there are people who saw this vision that is upon my life and I am glad that finally the vision has been fulfilled. Let me tell you, there's a vision upon your life and you shall live to see that vision being fulfilled. That's why you must write your vision down and read it each and every day. Meditate on it and sometimes fake it. Walk like you've got it already. But knowing that at the end of the day, this vision shall come to pass. I walked like the campus principal before I became a campus principal. I would occupy the stage and I would walk like this campus belongs to me. And ultimately it belonged to me. So it's true, you have to fake it until you get it right. You have to celebrate it. You see, to fake it until you get it right is to live your life in the future. Is to live your life with thanksgiving. Is to be thankful. Is to pray to God and to already celebrate. Live like you say, Lord. Give me that Mercedes Benz and each and every day when you get out of that 4 plus 1 walk like you just came out of a Mercedes Benz. And ultimately you'll see that particular dream coming to, to fruition in your life. Before I even had a car, I used to buy these model cars, smaller than ones, and they are very expensive. Nowadays I think they are about 2,000 rands or so each, you know, small scale cars, model cars. And when my wife met me, I had, you know, about four or five of them. And with personal registration numbers on them. Mm. And guess what? I did have my model car, big one, wow. with personal registration numbers. Because yes. when you fake it, ultimately you will make it. Yes. You have yes. to persist and persist and persist and persist until we get it right. Amen. And I was sitting here and I was looking and I was like saying, yeah, hey, look at me. Who ever thought that at some stage I will have a tent pitched in my house, in the backyard of my house, and that's where I will have my first crusade. It can only be God who can do that. And it, it can only be your prayers. And thank you very much for everything. I love you so much. I love you. I love you so much. May the good Lord bless each and every one of you. Thank 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 you.